I want to speak on a topic where Isaiah prophesies and Isaiah begins to open the minds of God's people. And then in this, in this uh, text, it speaks about fasting. But it also speaks about hypocritical fasting, which we have to learn because so many are fasting, but we're not fasting with a clean heart. Isaiah prophesies this and he tells the church that, uh, uh, that we have to understand the thought pattern for profitable fasting. There's unprofitable fasting. There's profitable fasting. And many people ask me the question, why can't I get a breakthrough? Why can't I do this? Why can't I do that? Why this is not working out or that is not working out? So we always, the Bible says, examine ourselves. Because anything that is going wrong around us, you must remember, we don't point the finger to the next person. We examine ourselves. That's the best way to operate. Because let me say that no one can build a reputation by bringing other people down. Even if it is the church. I, I see some churches like to criticize other churches and they build a church only on criticism. So what happens is that they think that they're getting famous. Actually, they're defaming themselves because this is not the system of God. No man can make himself famous by bringing another man down. You hear me? If you are criticizing someone else, you, you can't be, pick yourself up. You can't build a church by criticizing another church. Amen. So uh, this is not politics. This is a reality. That Isaiah 58, 6 to 14 says, let's read a few verses. Rather, is it not the fast I have chosen to lose the bonds of wickedness? Now, the fast has to lose the bonds of wickedness. Every wicked spirit that is holding you will break in your fast. And undo the bands of the yoke, any yoke on you, let the oppressed go free, and that you break every enslaving yoke. You see, the fast is, is so that wickedness can break off you. And every enslaving yoke can break off you. How many of you know that the enemy would love to enslave the children of God? He'd love to enslave the pastor, uh, the leadership, the people in the house. That's what the enemy wants to do. So he can try anything to enslave you. But uh, you must understand, fasting, whether you're at work or wherever, can break every bond of wickedness. You see, he's not going to take you to work hard at it. If, and, and I can tell you this for sure, that even if you're going through financial trials, when you fast and pray, you can reset your life. How many of you believe that? If you're desperate for a reset, fast and pray. Jesus went on a 40-day fast. Why will God's son go on a 40-day fast? He knew the benefits of fasting. It builds your inner man. It builds a power inside of you. And I tell you, when the power inside of you is built, every demonic assignment that is against you will break. Every satanic plan to keep you bound will break. So every enslaving yoke will go. Is it not to deal, divide your bread with the hungry? To bring the homeless, the poor into your house? Obviously, when you see the naked, that you cover him, that you hide not yourself from the needs of your fellow own flesh and blood? Let me say this. If you find people that have needs, don't turn your eye away from them. Now, I know that we have a different scenario in our nation. And obviously, you can't bring everybody into your house. But you can, you can do something for somebody. Amen. What he's talking about here, that, that you will always be willing to share. Always be willing to help those that are in need, that are hungry. Always be willing to help the poor. Always be willing to clothe people. So, what am I saying to you today? Your fasting must be combined with a heart of goodness. Meaning that 
Don't be a believer that don't turn to the needs of people. Those that are having challenges. Now, you know, there are many fake cases today. They are always the fake and they are the genuine. So you have to discern what is a fake and what is a genuine and be led by the Spirit of God. But don't close your heart because somebody else is faking it and there is a genuine case. So he's speaking about the church fasting, but he's also speaking about the church having the right heart attitude in fasting. It goes on to say, when you take care and you do these things, then shall your light break forth like morning, and your healing, your restoration, and the power of a new life shall spring forth speedily. How many of you know that fasting can bring manifestation of healing in your body? It says here, your light shall break forth. If you want to see the light shine out of you, you have to be in relationship with what God is saying, what the Word is saying. Yes, it says here, restoration, the power of a new life. There is a, a power of a new life inside of you. Come on, Christ lives in us. So fasting makes the inner man stronger, as I said. So what it will do, it will allow you to see another dimension in your life. It goes on to say, spring forth uh, speedily, your righteousness, your rightness, your justice, and your right relationship with God shall go forth before you in verse 8, conducting you to peace and prosperity, and the glory of the Lord shall be your rear guide. Can you get that? that the, the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. What will be your rear guard? The glory of the Lord. How many of you like the glory of the Lord to follow you? You know, that's, that's stuff that we want. So fasting will cause the glory to follow you. You know, we are always following the glory cloud, but fasting will cause the glory to follow you. You know, I, I tell you something. The moment the glory rests in your house, I tell you, everything changes in your home. It's simple. I don't know whether the enemy has kept this from the people of God. When the glory is in your house, you can't stay down. I'm, are you hearing this? You can't be enslaved. You can't be oppressed. You can't be in bondage. This is not what God wants for his people. The light in your home will over, overpower any darkness. Anything that comes in your house illegally has to break. Why? Because when the glory of God is in your house, nothing you need to worry about. So the secret of your, of your life and success will be based upon your response to the word. It's simple. Nothing else. My response to the word. Now, we go on to see, then you will call on the Lord. Watch this. Because now you're in a right relationship with God. It says here, make sure you bring yourself in a right relationship with God. So then you shall call on the Lord and, and the Lord will answer you. You shall cry and you will say, yeah, I am. How nice this morning if somebody can catch this word and say, all your life you check on your own strength. But today you call upon the name of the Lord. You realize we can do nothing in our own power. And today will be the day you'll call upon the name of the Lord. Don't think that even if you're a child that's going to church for 20 years, you understand everything about the word. We'll never understand everything. You are still growing. You're still progressing. You're still building your most holy faith. You're still coming into the right place to be completely influenced by the Holy Spirit. You're still growing. You'll never get there. There's so much that the word has for us. But how you respond to the words in, the, in your journey is important. Because even having the head knowledge doesn't mean anything. 
Knowing about Christ does not mean I know Him. It may I, I know about Him, but I don't know Him personally. Amen. I know the church, I know the pastor, I know the elders, but do you know Christ? The important thing is not knowing us, but knowing Him because it makes no sense in knowing us and not knowing Him. You must know Him first, then you must know everybody else. But you must know Christ. Why am I coming to church? I'm coming to church. I want to know more of Him. I want to grow in the Word. I want to go deeper. Amen. Listen, God wants you to have a relationship with Him. So in your fasting, He says, you shall call upon the Lord and He will answer. I'm sure many of you seated here today got many requests for the Lord. But imagine if you call upon the Lord and He gives you the answer today. What is in your heart? Your, the desire of your heart. The Bible says uh, that the Lord grants to uh, His people the desires of the heart. So let's think about it. If you want the desire of your heart to be fulfilled, and today you have a deep desire in your heart, and the Lord, by the time the service is over, you say, Lord, I want this, or I want you to do that for me, heal me, whatever, provide, whatever it may be. And imagine before you leave the service today, the Lord, you call upon the Lord, as the scripture says, then you shall call upon the Lord. He will answer. So what it is also saying is why prayers are not answered. Because we don't have the right relationship with God. He said, then you will call and I will answer. It means, obviously it means that there is something wrong he said, put things right. Bring your relationship in right order with God. Come to the Lord. Make right with God. When you do these things in your fast, he says, then will I answer. So he's telling us why I'm not answering. So we need to read the scripture to know. We need to pull out the secrets and the mysteries of the kingdom. Why? Because he says, then you will call upon me. And, I, and I will say, he will say, here I am. Look at verse 9. The most important verse in the Bible for me. This verse has stopped many people from getting what God has for them. This verse has stopped the church from going forward. But it won't stop you if you walk with God. But this verse has crippled many believers. Which, which verse? Verse 9. Then you will, shall call, the Lord will answer you. You shall cry, he will say, yeah. If you take away from your mis yokes of oppression, who takes the yoke away? Church, this morning, who take the yoke away? If you take away mis yokes of oppression, wherever you find them, the finger pointed in scorn towards the oppressed or the godly. Every form of false, harsh, unjust, wicked speaking, Wow. How many of you know how to be successful? How to be successful? Never run down a pastor. Never run down another believer. Never run down a family. Can I go back to that? Very, very, very important. I don't know, maybe, maybe for, for all this time you're going to church, you never saw this verse. I'm going to expose something to you. Because I know why Christians destroy themselves. Read Psalms 15 if you want to, when you have a chance. But this verse... Many churches have gone on fast. Many believers have gone on fast. But during your fast, you are a specialist in finger pointing. Why can't your prayer be answered? The Lord said, you call upon me and I will answer. You shall cry. You will say, yeah. But if you take, what do you take? You're asking why this is wrong. Why that is wrong. What's going on? But you have to check your heart. This is no joke. If your heart is not right, your life won't be right. He says here, so clearly, 
I mean, many of us, no matter who it is, we should never criticize anybody. But the more you criticize, the more you go into a place where you, sh you, you come out of the will of God. You see why? If you point the finger, then the Bible says that whether it was the oppressed or the godly, both, you have no right to point fingers at anybody. You have no right. We have no right. It says here, this is called every form of false, harsh, unjust, wicked speaking. How many of you speak bad? And you're fasting. You wasted your time. He said, if you, do, or if you don't take this wickedness out of you, then you will call on the Lord and there'll be no answer to prayer. Somebody, why can't I get a miracle? Why can't I? I say, man, look at the word and the word must be, you must look at the word, the word must speak to you. If you speak bad about other people, you are going to destroy your future. You'll destroy your business. Your business will be flying and suddenly you say the business is finished. Ask why. You can never speak negative about anybody at all. Finished. That's it. Cut it off. Today let this be your day of repentance and reconciliation to God. This could be the hindering the hindering act in your life, speaking negatively from getting you to where God wants you to be. How many of you want to go deeper? Let me go deeper. Psalms 35, 11. You see, this type of sermons will help you. Because nobody will stop the righteous. The righteous will move higher and higher and higher and higher. The enemy will try, but the righteous will win. But the root to blessing is firstly understanding truth. True or false? The root to true blessings is when you understand truth. People think, I have to do this and do that in my life to get blessed. You do nothing. God do everything. You keep your relationship with God right. You can't do anything on your own strength. We have too much limitations. But let God get involved in that family. Let God get involved in that business. Let God get involved in your healing. Then you see. Don't have a fake Christian life. Psalm 35 says... Now, in Psalm 35, 11 to 35, 11, we are understanding now, we're taking out this one point. You want God to answer your prayer? Everybody said, Amen. You want to call upon God? Then he said, if you take away the pointing of the finger and speaking evil, that means you're always judging other people. If you, if you take away this from you, then you get miracles. You get access to the throne in a supernatural way. So, false witnesses... Here the psalmist writes something very important. He says, false witnesses did rise up. They laid to my charge things that I knew not. How, how, how's, how many of you been affected by a false witness? You know, this is a reality in the kingdom. That the enemy will raise a false witness. Do you know that? Everybody is shocked. Some of you... The false witness is not standing, if I can say, as a human being, but it's a demonic spirit speaking in your ears and telling you negative things. Hear me? You don't have peace in your mind because a false witness is giving a testimony in your ears, saying, oh, you this, you're no good, you can't do anything, you'll amount to nothing, all of it. There's a false witness. If you go deeper, you'll realize that some people you can't join anymore. They're going, they, they are really going off the track from God. And if you keep listening to them, you too will go in the bush. Let me say this. You can't get new business from them. 
They can do nothing for you. God can give you new business. Sometimes we want to associate with people thinking we're going to get more businesses. More business. Why? Because we're associating with certain people. Listen, when God gives you business, it's different from when you're trying to get business from the wrong, wrong crowd. Amen? Are we getting that? It must go in your spirit. Don't associate with somebody just to be their friend. Because you may lose out being a friend of God and be their friend. So what are you saying? Bearing false witness. Accusing others wrongfully. Now, all your life you could be in church, but you never heard about what the Lord is saying about speaking negative about anybody. From today, make your mind up. I will never say a negative word because the Lord said, if you call upon me, I will answer you. Don't let your negative word over somebody else's life stop your blessings and your prayers. That's the bottom line. What's this? But as for, the, the Bible says, now, verse number 12, now, why I think the psalmist is writing this, it's in the context of a Christian or the body of Christ. Because it means that this man, the psalmist is saying, they rewarded me evil for good to the spoiling of my soul. So he's saying, he did good, but they rewarded him evil. How many of you have been in relations, relationships like this? How many of you have gone through this in your life? Everybody will have, sometime will have gone through this. You did so much good and you got evil reward. The same people that you tried to help came back and, and bit you. Amen. In a way like they did wrong to you. Many of you had friendships. Your friendships are no more. Why? You did good and they did evil to you. Let's go on. It says, but as for me, when they were sick, my, my clothing was sackcloth. I humbled my soul with fasting and prayer and returned to my own bosom. It says, you know what? Because you know why? People can't understand this. Now, hey, now, this tells me that this person is the elder, a pastor, or somebody writing now. Because why? It says, when they were sick, I was in fasting and prayer for them. He humbled his soul fasting and prayer, and, and my prayer returned unto my own bosom. You know what that says, church? Can, can, if you can really go deeper. It says, when they were sick, the psalmist fasted and prayed for them. My prayers did not protect them due to their sin and rebellion, yet I was rewarded by God. Read that several. It says, you see, when you speak evil, even the man of God pray for you, he can't help you. Read there. It says, my prayer returned into my own bosom. Because why? I tried to pray for you. But because you was speaking evil, my prayers returned to my own bosom. Do you know you can be in a congregation and everybody can be getting and signs and wonders and you can get absolutely nothing why how you honor the anointing of the house simple you don't know this but learn it quickly while I'm pastoring this church I'm giving all the advice you can get let me say this I won't be here forever truth be told but the truth is that we have to understand we need to leave a legacy for your children never ever speak bad against a man, a woman of God, or anybody in the church who sometimes a sister, ordinary sister will stand in a gap with you and fast and pray with you. Or ordinary brother. But here it says, though we fast and pray, yet we pray for them, we fast for them, but they have evil in the heart. You know, if this condition is in the body of Christ and you're fasting, we're wasting our time. He said pointing of the finger. Remember what they said. Don't waste your time fasting. 
putting a show. This is not show business. Your relationship with God must be right. Come on. The, that shows we fasted and prayed. So good deeds of the righteous. We must, we, we, we must show goodness to our enemies. We must have compassion on the sick. We, we must have that heart towards them. You know, this will set your, your life in order. This will set your future. This will remove yokes. You know, the enslaving yoke, sometimes we don't know things. And this thing enslaved us. And it caught us. And it kept us in bondage. And we're thinking this. And we're thinking that. And listen, this is all about God. You got this church? This is all about God. Why? Listen to what God is saying. In verse 14, I behaved myself as though he had been my friend or brother. I bowed down heavily as one that mourned for his mother. That shows, it says that the, the, the psalmist says, he showed no hatred. He, 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 was, he, he prayed as one mourned for his mother. How many of you know, you can even cast demons out of people and save their life. They can turn around and, and, and crucify you. You can pray your heart out for people and they'll turn around and crucify you. This is a normal, general norm of life. Jesus did everything for the people. They crucified him. Why? They chose Barabbas, the thief on the cross. They loved the thief and all his ways, but they refused Jesus. Let us not reject Jesus for too long because Jesus may go to another town. He's coming. Why? Because Jesus came to Nazareth and they rejected him. What happened? He could do no mighty miracle there. Who lost out? The people lost out. Why? Because Jesus was right there. And they said, no, we don't want Jesus. We choose Barabbas. We choose the thief. The one that will murder and do all of it. We choose him. It's amazing how the enemy blinds people through the entire 40 years of walking with the Lord. Simple. All you got to do is put demonic seeds in your head. These seeds in 2022 can bring the wrong harvest. As we're calling the harvest, something else will show up in your life. You say, what happened? Get the word inside you. Don't take too long to learn what God wants you to learn. And here, let me tell you, the race is not here. The race is for us to reach eternity. With nothing here we're going to take. We don't care about anything on this earth. We have to understand, you can drop dead tomorrow. Where would you open your eyes? What will you say to God? I fasted, I prayed. I did all, the Lord said, I don't, he said even they, he said people would say, I did this and that. He says, I didn't know you. It's not about you knowing people in the church, knowing the church. No, forget that. I don't preach that. I preach people knowing Christ. Because when you die, I won't stand there. Not your neighbor. You stand alone. So when you know Jesus, that is the ultimate. You see, look at this. In this verse. But in my adversity, they rejoice and gather themselves together. Yet the abjects gather themselves together against me, and I knew it not. And they did tear me and seize not. How many of you know there are people like this in the kingdom? The, the psalmist says, they gathered together against me, and I didn't know, uniting together to commit sin, and I didn't even know it. How many of you get together to tear somebody else down? How many of you gather together to tear the pastor down? And Sunday, everybody's screaming, Amen, hallelujah, praise the Lord, shake the pastor's hand. Pastor, hey, everything is good, tops, pray for me. Let me say this, is that this type of behavior 
is not for believers who are fasting. I know this word is going to be, it's hot, it's hot. But I want to help you to get a breakthrough in your life. This is not a breakthrough for my life. It's a breakthrough for your life and my life. But I'm saying, I want to help you to get a breakthrough for your life as well. Come on, you, you know what I'm trying to say. That we don't get involved in gossip. We don't get involved in tearing people down. We don't get involved in this. That make right quickly with your brother. Don't let a root of bitterness be in your heart. Don't do such things. Point the finger and fast. Maybe all our lives we've made this mistake. Listen, don't pick on anybody else. Any pastors, any churches. Don't pick on no one. And if people say bad things about you, land it to the Lord. By you trying to say good things, you can't, you can't promote yourself. You trying to defend, you can't promote yourself. The Lord can only promote you. So the Lord knows the truth. And only the truth can set you free. So when you establish in truth, you get ready, ready for promotion. Every time the enemy makes a noise, your promotion is certain. A new door of opportunity is opening. What am I saying to you? Don't tear anybody down with your mouth, even in your fast and after your fast, you crucify your own self. Jesus never died to make us to judge other people and to speak evil, but to speak life.